In my last passage I discussed end times oppression and captivity of God's people worldwide. And I mentioned how this would be the case before they are regathered back in their homeland in the last days, prior to the heavenly millennial kingdom here on earth. However, in between the stage of oppression and the stage of being regathered and restored in the land, there's an intermediary event. This is one of God's redemption of and deliverance for His people. When God acts to deliver His people in the last days, there are several important prophetic themes that should be considered. These include that God reasserts His sovereignty, as the one true God versus worthless idols keeps His covenant promises, saving His people and re-establishing them in their land forgives His people. Provides vindication for a remnant. Defeats His people's oppressors to free them part 2. Delivers justice part 2. Receives honor as His people rejoice part 2. In this current passage, part 1, I will cover the topics of God's sovereignty and His forgiveness as these relate to His people's deliverance. Remaining topics above will be covered in a follow-up passage, part 2. God reasserts His sovereignty. Through the deliverance and redemption of His people in the last days, God will show once and for all that He is the one and only true God. The whole world will look on and witness the supernatural identification, saving, and gathering of God's people. So not only will God's people finally understand who their true God is, but the world will witness as well. God repeatedly says that He will do this for His own sake, meaning that He will show grace to His people, who are not otherwise deserving of the blessing that is bestowed upon them, and He does this solely for the purpose of upholding His holy name. The fulfillment of this event will clearly demonstrate God's power in contrast with worthless idols that people will ultimately renounce and be ashamed of. It will also demonstrate God's sovereignty in that this event had already been foretold in ancient scripture as part of God's plan. God asks several times in the prophetic book of Isaiah, who foretold this from long ago? Specifically, he says. Declare what is to be, present it let them take counsel together. Who foretold this from long ago who declared it from the distant past? Was it not I, the Lord? And there is no God apart from me. Is 4521. God's final deliverance of His people is a prophetic fulfillment of His Word, and something that only a true sovereign God could orchestrate. The following verses from God's Word are associated with the last day's deliverance and redemption of His people and furthermore demonstrate God's sovereignty. It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am going to do these things, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned I will show the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations where you have gone. Easy 36 22-23, I will save you from your uncleanness. Easy 36 29, Be ashamed and disgraced for your conduct O house of Israel. On the day I cleanse you I will resettle your towns and the ruins will be rebuilt. Easy 36 32-33. For my own name's sake I delay my wrath, for the sake of my praise I hold it back from you, house of Jacob, so as not to cut you off. See, I have refined you, though not as silver, I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake I do this. How can I let myself be defamed? Is 48-9-11, The Lord's chosen ally will carry out His purpose against Babylon, He will succeed in His mission, is 48-14-15, Leave Babylon, flee from the Babylonians. Is 48-20. Listen to me O house of Jacob, all you who remain of the house of Israel, I am He who will sustain you, is 46-3. To whom will you compare me or count me equal? To whom will you liken me that we may be compared? Is 46-5, Some pour out gold from their bags, and weight out silver on the scales, and they bow down and worship it. Is 46-6, I will summon from a far-off land a man to fulfill my purpose, what I have said, that will I bring about, what I have planned, that will I do. Is 46-11, I will grant salvation to Zion, my splendor to Israel. Is 46-13. 
there will be no questioning of the one true God's sovereignty and power once the deliverance and redemption of His people worldwide takes place. Scriptures above are referring to an end-times deliverance of God's people from their captivity in Babylon and the modern-day Antichrist Chaldeans as discussed in my last passage, Oppression and Captivity of God's People. God keeps His covenant promises. This is a very big element of God's sovereignty. God will ultimately uphold His eternal covenant for Israel to be His people, to live in the Holy Land, and to live under their Davidic line king along with Levite ministers and priests just as He promised. Most important, by far, Jesus Christ Himself will live among them in the Millennial Kingdom and they will know Him as their God and King. God's deliverance of His people in the last days will show even how after several millennia God still remains faithful to His promises to His people, Israel. Not only does God remain faithful, but Scripture tells us that He will create a new, everlasting covenant with them. That is, He will give them an undivided heart, and will put a new spirit in them, Ezekiel 11 18. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. Jer 31 33-34. I will make a covenant of peace with them, it will be an everlasting covenant, I will put my sanctuary among them forever. The nations will know that I the Lord make Israel holy. My dwelling place will be with them, I will be their God and they will be my people. Easy 38 26-27. And if you're not convinced yet, we can know for sure that God's final deliverance of His people, Israel, in the end times a result of His sovereignty when He says in the book of Jeremiah. He who appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, etc., only if these decrees vanish from my sight, will the descendants of Israel ever cease to be a nation before me. Jer 31 35-36. God forgives His people and provides vindication. Only the one true, sovereign God can offer forgiveness. Recall that the chief priests of his time were curious to know by what authority Jesus could offer forgiveness of sins. It was only by his own divine authority, but they did not understand who he was. Once people in the end times begin to be able to discern between true good and evil, and then recognize the clear difference once God hides his face, see my prior passage, when God hides his face, Scripture says that they will then realize their transgressions and will return to seek God and his forgiveness. It is worth repeating that God's people seeking His forgiveness and calling for deliverance and redemption is a future event, still yet to happen, but will be coming soon in our last days. God says in His Word that He will heal and forgive them, and that He will ultimately deliver them. God's promises about this are as follows. Return O Israel to the Lord your God. Your sins have been your downfall, say to Him, forgive all our sins. Hoss 14-1-2, I will heal their waywardness and love them freely, for my anger has turned away from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. Hoss 14-4-5 O Ephraim, what more have I to do with idols? I will answer him and care for him. Hoss 14-8 Remember these things, O Jacob, for you are my servant, O Israel. I have made you, you are my servant O Israel, I will not forget you. I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Is 44-22 Return faithless Israel, declares the Lord, I will frown on you no longer, for I am merciful, declares the Lord, I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your guilt you have rebelled against the Lord your God. Jer 3:11. As He always has, and at times when He delivers His people, God will show His grace and mercy once His people seek forgiveness. He will forget all of their transgressions when they say. Return faithless people, I will cure you of backsliding. Yes we will come to you, for you are the Lord our God. Jer 322. 
forgiveness and vindication for God's remnant vine. There will be a righteous remnant among the scattered sheep that God saves and delivers in the end times. I will discuss this remnant shoot in more detail in future passages. It appears that this particular righteous remnant branch of God's people may be targeted or accused in some way in the last days, and are thus looking for some kind of vindication or acquittal. God will spare this particular remnant as shown in the following scriptures. In those days, at that time, declares the Lord, search will be made for Israel's guilt but there will be none, and for the sins of Judah, but none will be found for I will forgive the remnant I spare. Jer 50 20. As when juice is still found in a cluster of grapes, and men say, don't destroy it, there is yet some good in it, so will I do on behalf of my servants, I will not destroy them all. I will bring forth descendants from Jacob, and from Judah those who will possess my mountains, my chosen people will inherit them, and there will my servants live. Is 65-8. But I will leave within you the meek and humble who trust in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel will do no wrong, they will speak no lies, nor will deceit be found in their mouths. Zeph 3:12. Tilda. God's sovereignty and His forgiveness are very big components that are interrelated with His deliverance and redemption of His people in the last days. Additional components include defeating His people's oppressors, deliverance of justice, and providing for a final rejoicing and praise for His people. These will be discussed in my upcoming passage part 2. Grace and Peace. Lion's Lair, LL.